0: Did y'all like the song when it came out
1: so I, don't no
0: stopping
1: all. <laughs> I remember this was a theme song for the LeBron James documentary
0: more than the game
1: yeah wait yeah. was that what it was called
0: yeah I'm looking at it now
1: <laughs> okay I remember that um, and I remember liking that documentary mm. it was about his high school team but I, I didn't like this Drake song I didn't like the the bars it came on with, last like name sp- ever, first name great. Like greatest. a
0: spray ankle boy, I ain't nothing to play with. People was like,
1: oh. That was-
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: oh. Everybody acted like that was the hardest bar of all time. <laughs> it was quoted on everybody's MySpace profile.
0: <laughs> I'm like no, a spray I- ankle, I ain't nothing to play with.
1: <laughs> you get it?
0: You can't play on a spray ankle. <laughs>
1: Every, <laughs> everybody changed their handle to last name chapter <laughs> like, how it you feel, that not. how
0: you feel about Eminem versus this song because every, honestly everybody's like oh he
1: killed that I honestly don't even remember it really? I remember he was on the song I remember it being a big deal that it was him Eminem and Wayne uh, Eminem Drake and Wayne on the same track here we go but there they go, back in stadiums is shady, spits his blow, nuts they go, Macadamion, they go, so ballistic woe. He
0: can make oh them look God. like frozos. He's wondering if he should spit this slow. Fuck no, go for broke, his cup just runeth over. Oh no. He ain't had a boss
1: <laughs> like this since the last time that he overdosed. This verse was know, actually okay. It's actually not bad, man. I
0: got yeah. I can't think. Yeah. <laughs>
1: In the of these in this
0: was before the fast fast, fast, fast rap. rap
1: yes this ain't bad man yeah i didn't like the macadamia line in the beginning thought that was quaint <laughs>
0: <but>. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, was, it was some heavy hitters on this song drake lil wayne kanye
1: eminem oh, i forgot kanye was on it too mm-hmm Yeah. I mean, honestly, with that lineup, you would think it would be more fondly remembered. But Nobody really plays that song no more. Yeah. Interesting. (laughs) But this is the Drake appreciation episode. We can't just start off with some hate, man. We got to we got to bring in the love for one of the biggest artists of our time. (laughs) Biggest art of our our time. And uh, we're going to break down his new project called and I keep Blanking on the name, damn near. It is called the Dark Lane Demo Tapes. Yes. I don't get the name either, but it's what he called it, so we gonna call it. We got our Drake backgrounds. If y'all watching on Facebook, you see we draped out over here. (laughs) Biggie got the new album art, the mob ties, Drake creeping on
2: us,
1: (laughs) making sure we ain't gonna talk greasy about this project. And I got the pure and innocent Aubrey in my background. The (laughs) grassy, nappy hair himself no idea he was going to be the biggest rapper of our time so yeah
0: just imagine watching Degrassi back in the day and you say hey this guy's about to be the biggest star in hip-hop he about to be the Nobody greatest it. rapper yeah
2: it. yeah <laughs> Ash and I are going to start um, Degrassi all over again during the quarantine so really yeah
1: you should update us on your thoughts
2: yeah throughout also. it I mean I've seen it I saw watched it watch it you know, all the way through when it came out, but for sure, it's going to be very different um, watching it in 2020. In do, no you think,
1: do you guys think that they could ever replicate a Drake? Like, think of somebody who's only seen as a uh, kid's actor. Do you think that's ever could be, because I, I kind of feel like since Drake made the the made it happen, it could happen again. But do you ever see that happening with somebody who is clearly not associated with that kind of rap become the biggest star of our time? Could that happen again?
0: Uh I'm I'm kind of look I'm trying to picture somebody like on Nickelodeon. Let's say mm-hmm. one of the stars on there. Let's say one of the uh I ain't I ain't going to say no white white, but say a black actor on one of the Nickelodeon shows decides to rap. I don't see that person being as big as Drake, like the way Drake is now. Because Drake, you could you could put him in the top five or top ten as far as his body of work and stuff like that. But uh, I I don't see it, man. I don't say I don't think nobody's seeing this coming from Drake, like this. Yeah. Usually, you got remember back in the day, you had people that could actually rap. And we always say, "Oh, he' about to be the next best rapper." You know, remember Papoose, and just you know, <laughs> the Red Cafe people like that. Where you like, "Oh no, he' about to be out of here. He' about to be the top dog in the game." Like uh, Drake is not that person. He wasn't like in the streets rapping and flowing and stuff like that. Had the bars. He just he just kind of came out of nowhere for real.
1: Yeah, and, and the way he started was not where he finished. He started as a conscious rapper. Um, his early projects were more like little brother sounding, Fonte style, with Elzai. He was working with a more underground artists, yeah. and yeah, he his his path took a wild turn, man. But he did it. Props to him for all it's worth. So. We're going to get into the actual album in a little bit. But first off, let's do let's introduce the podcast, as we always do. First, of course, I'm Ryan Rocket, joined as always by my, by my boy Figgy and the lovely Jasmine. <laughs> and we know we're still in quarantine, so we ain't got to spend a whole lot of time talking about how we ain't doing shit right now. <laughs> yeah. But uh, how, nice. how are y'all doing mentally, socially, spiritually? How how are y'all doing in this last couple of weeks? Biggie, how you been, man? How's
0: work going? Uh, Work going pretty good, man. I'm getting out the house. I'm going to work Monday through Friday now. Um, Yeah, so, you know, I think I feel like we kind of see the finish line a little bit. And what I mean by finish line is kind of the light at the end of the tunnel. I know um, they finally opened up a couple stores and restaurants here in Houston. So I'm starting to see more people out now. But, um, like I said, man, my coworkers not here. It's it's not the same, man. Like I'm used to being in the um uh, being at work, uh, walking past all type of salespeople, with just everybody. It's it's yeah. it's it haven't been like that in a very long time. When I come to work, it's dark, you know, it feels stale. So it's it's just it's like I go right to my studio and then, you know, that's it. So um you know, it's it's getting better though. It's it's getting better, but like I said, I'm good, man. I'm I'm keeping it, I'm keeping the G, I guess.
1: Yeah. And my bad, Jasmine I had to cut you off, but uh, how you doing, girl? How you been?
2: Uh, I'm good. Just you know, chilling, hanging. I have my days, my good days, my bad days, days that I feel like I'm about to go crazy <laughs> from being in the house. But um, overall, it's been good. Just staying busy and Using um, that energy to focus on things to be productive and get some stuff done, check some boxes off before we get back to the real world out there. Because, like Figgy said, it is. I feel like it is upon us. It's it's getting closer. So I want to still appreciate all of this time that we have, but also mentally prepare myself for the fact that work is coming. So.
1: Good idea. Good idea. Now, the state is starting to open up in Texas where we are located. Um, Businesses are starting to open up again this month. Uh, So what is y'all's attack plan for resuming your normal life once the uh, businesses start to open up and locations and all that? Are you going outside immediately? Are y'all going to wait and see? What are y'all going to do as the barbershops and hair salons and malls and stores and all this stuff starts to open up?
2: Well, thankfully, during this quarantine, I have been um, learning how to do a lot of stuff on my own. So I'm not going anywhere like y'all can y'all can have the first round. I'm going to sit back, chill, you know, see what it's looking like out there. And then, you know, I I probably will continue to live the same way that I have been during these last couple of months. Is it, has it been a few months or just a month? Am I exaggerating?
1: It's been a month about. It, yeah,
2: I
0: know it all started in the middle of March.
1: Yeah that yeah. that
0: middle week of March, I remember um, everything being closed or starting to shut down NBA and the rodeo and stuff like that. And yeah,
2: then, it's about a month
0: and a half. Yeah, I know that was the last time I was working, <laughs> and yeah, then I. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. My last day at work was March
2: thirteenth.
1: No, mm, okay. oh, yeah, it's been. It's okay, so it might have been
0: know. longer than that, then. Mm. Yeah, but it's. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's been nuts, man. It, it it seemed like it was longer, honestly, to me.
1: But yeah. So are you are you going back to what are you, what are you doing? Figgy, when the state opens up again, man, are you gonna chill or are you gonna? I, I kind of realize
0: the water. I kind of realize how much of a lame I am because I really don't mm. do anything. Like so, my plan is to probably do the same thing I've been doing, just work, go home. The only thing I probably will do is get a, get my hair done, get a haircut. But outside of that, I, I'm just probably just going to the house. Uh, I don't I don't really see myself going to restaurants or anything like that. I think what I'm trying to do is um, cook more, eat more at home, save money and stuff like that. But I don't see myself saying, "Hey, let's go to the movies." To me, that sounds so wild right now. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I'm surprised they're still in business at this point because, I don't. Me personally, I, I I just don't see myself going to a movie theater. It was already sketchy because I every time I go to a movie, I always think about like roaches or bed bugs and stuff like that. I can't imagine the, <laughs> all the germs and stuff because they don't be cleaning no movie theaters for real. Like right after the movie over, all they're doing is sweeping the popcorn. So I I don't know. I just don't. I, I'm not doing that. I, I'm probably just going to stay with the same game plan I've been doing. Go to the grocery <laughs> store when needed. Wear my mask, all that stuff. And just go back to the house.
1: Smart, man. I think a lot of people kind of do it like that. Um, I know some younger people are itching to get out and go back to the club or whatever they be going to, whatever (laughs) whatever function they be at. So it's tough to stop that. But um, I kind of feel the same way. I'm not going to lie. I will probably head back to the gym as soon as they open up. Um,
2: Ryan, don't be that person. Look. Your life.
1: I, I've had a happy life, you know. If you want to go ahead and take me, you know, I, I've heard the J Electronica album. So my bucket list is damn near checked off now. So. so sorry for that sidebar. Enough of that. Enough of complaining about the quarantine. We got bigger fish to fry here, folks. We have a new Drake project mixtape, demo tapes what have you, whatever you want to call it, because it's not an album. He wants to make it clear that this is not the album. But he dropped a new project uh, this last Friday. It is called the Dark Lane Demo Tapes. It is 14 tracks long. And honestly, I think we already, well, about half of the album had already been out. Yeah. Um, Some of the songs, as we already talked about, we talked about When to Say When and Chicago Freestyle, and also War and, I believe, Desires with Future and uh, Demons also came out beforehand, too.
0: That, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, a lot of this uh, we had already heard, but still there's a lot of new content here. A lot to break down. Um, and uh, he has also announced that he is dropping a real, actual, full album uh, this summer at some point. So that's more shocking. Drake content on the way.
0: That's really shocking to me. You think so? Yeah, because it's May right now.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> the true. Summer is it's a couple uh, months.
0: Yeah, next month. <laughs> uh, that's,
1: that's I, I think I, he's he's been saying he's in album mode for about a year now. Mm. So, and I think he said this mixtape came from the sessions when he made Gold Roses with Rick Ross. Oh, okay. And that came out in about what July last year
0: yeah it was around uh was it around
1: it had to be june uh,
2: i thought it was around a little Mm -hmm. bit earlier than a final time nba final time
1: yeah Yeah. i think it was like june or july 2019 so he's been in the lab for about a year now making music so he probably has a lot of music stored up that he wants to release Mm -hmm. so let's get into his current project um let's get your overall thoughts on it Uh, about the especially the new songs what y'all think about it because the timeline going crazy I've heard it be called a classic I've (laughs) heard it be called one of its best projects ever (laughs) so let's try to dial it back a bit and talk about it more in the moment and just what were your initial reactions because I know we were all up listening to it when it dropped what did y'all think about it when it first came out and blessed your ears Biggie
0: oh okay um, <laughs> I I listened to it. I I really enjoyed the album because um, once upon a time I wasn't really a Drake fan. I really didn't care for his music at the beginning, but I thought it I thought it was a pretty good album. It was good to hear this type of Drake. I, it wasn't too R and B ish. It to me this was kind of like a quick little mixtape, um, Drake. So the first song, Deep Pockets. I was kind of shocked he rapped over something like that, that say go Brooklyn <laughs> in the background. Hmm. And, um, uh, that was actually the, um, like one of his second songs that kind of, uh, kind of had a New York feel to it because the song after that is the song that he dropped before with the, um, song Cry" sample.
1: Yeah. And,
0: uh, and he was actually in Brooklyn, um, in the video. So, um, to me, that was kind of um, that was kind of shocking. I, I I really don't understand why he used that. Maybe he was just um, just want to rap over that beat, but the Go Brooklyn <laughs> sample was kind of like okay, all right. But um, yeah, the other songs that really caught my eye the the one song that I can't stop playing is the landed.
1: That's
0: I like song. that a lot too. That, that's to me, that's the best song on the album. To me, that's the song I keep going back to i played it on my way up here and um to me I, I it's a quick song but it's like a to me that's like a quick fix where it's like damn i gotta keep playing this back keep playing it back keep playing it back but um i like the way he was flowing on there i like the beat the beat was hard um other songs d4l the one with um future and young thug i thought that was a pretty good song um to me i when i originally looked at the track list i thought that would probably be the best song on there but um to me it didn't really have the best song on there feel it it might be the most popular song because uh, young thug and future but um i thought i was probably i th- i thought the song was going to be harder than what it is and then uh, the other song that i couldn't wait to listen to is the uh, pain 1993
1: uh-oh yeah <laughs>
0: I, like I, I I I usually skip around to the songs I want to hear first, but I waited for this one, and um, I was a little disappointed. I was really disappointed at um, at Playboy Cardi's verse. I had to check and make sure that was him because I was yeah. listening I was listening to it in the car, and you know I'm thinking like okay okay, and then I'm I'm like who is this? So I looked at the song and I could tell the song's about to go off. It it wasn't that much more for another verse. So I'm like, no, that ain't Playboy Cardi. So I was really disappointed. I thought we was gonna hear some um some um pl- the Playboy Cardi, the Magnolia Playboy Cardi. But to me that wasn't it. I was very disappointed at that song. I thought Drake killed it, but um to me, Playboy Cardi is the <laughs> That's when you turn the turn, change the song. That's when it's time to um, pun on the song. Skip. Yep, skip. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah. Um, as far as the other songs, I I thought it was pretty cool, man. I I I enjoyed it. I I would go back to it, but I don't know how long I will um listen to this. I don't know. Within a month, I will be you know going back to this. But I'm definitely going back to the landed song
1: i agree man i like landed a lot i don't know if it's my favorite song on the project but i did enjoy it a lot uh jasmine now i know there was a chris brown song here i know you jumped to that first probably
2: i actually didn't and so (laughs) um when i initially listened to this album i would say that i was not a a fan um Mm. but that for one, five out of fourteen tracks we had already heard. I, I didn't realize that um Demons had already come out. I don't I didn't recognize that song. It came out like
1: right before the album dropped, but yeah, gotcha. it definitely did leak. Mm-hmm.
2: Gotcha. With okay. five, yeah, I hadn't realize that song. But um so five out of fourteen songs for me was a lot to say that I'd already heard it. And then but I understood too that he these were Lucy's, like these were they just seemed like throwaway tracks in my opinion, they just seem like tracks that you could tell didn't make whatever current project that he was working on or whatever um, album that he gave, you know, you can tell they weren't meant to to be a Drake hit. They weren't meant for that, especially the Chris Brown song. Like, where was Chris? He was all (laughs) in the background. (laughs) Like, all in the background. So I appreciate him for not putting that track out and selling it as though it was a real chris brown feature because no we would have been how you gonna give us no guidance and then give us that so um as far as like my favorite um i will say pain 1993 um i agree with y'all 100 percent playboy cardi i'm very and i was so excited to hear your take on this ryan because we know how much you love him but um he didn't sound like himself at all. It was just weird. It 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 was very weird. It sounded like they tried to distort his voice in some sort, like or create some type of creative element. I don't know, but it was just very odd to me. Um, but um, what else? From Florida with love was okay. I, I like that one. Yeah, I like that song. I liked Landon. Time flies was okay. Um, I still love the Chicago freestyle, but whenever I was listening to it in the car on the way here, I think it's because I like the feature, and I don't want to jack up this guy's name, but I think the feature reminds me of Sam. Vivian,
1: I think it is.
2: Vivian, yeah, he. But I reminds, don't know how to pronounce it. He reminds me of Sampha, like I yeah. just like him, and it's interesting because they. I thought Sampha was a part of OVO or something of the sort, so for them to give us somebody, you know, for Drake to put somebody else on. That sounds exactly like him. It was interesting. Um, who else? What else was on here? Um, the Oh, D4L. I did, I do agree with Figgy. I did initially think that this song was going to be one of the bigger tracks. And, you know, because of Drake and because of all the names that are on there, people are probably going to hype it up. But... Future gave us, um, he gave us la daddy da slab on my knob on yep. Did he? Was, yeah, he yeah. did. And I was <laughs> like, What the fuck are you doing? Like, what is this? But you know, as we learned later on, Future knew what he was doing by that line. So maybe there's more to it. But again, this is a this is a throwaway track to me. So maybe on this upcoming album some of these features that he has on here they have better tracks that we're going to see again i absolutely think there's another chris brown song out there mm-hmm. I, I i definitely think if greg's dropping in the summer we're getting another chris brown d 4 l okay it <laughs>
1: yeah, is was
2: but I, I mean overall there are some some songs i'll go back to but I think um the classic is is a bit much. Um, saying this tape is legendary is a bit much. It may be over my head and before my like it may grow on me a little bit more, but I just think classic is a bit much. Like we, we know Drake can do better
1: than that. Look, Jasmine, there are only two rating standards when it comes to anything mm. now. It's either a classic or it's, it's trash. trash. So is it a classic <laughs> or is it trash? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: got to pick. It's a classic, it's not- Ooh. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Even with the oh, muted gosh. Chris
1: Brown feature.
2: Yeah. He disrespected me with that one, but, you know. It's-
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so when I first heard the album, uh, I kind of mixed feelings about it. At first, you know, it sounds good. I- I'll go over some of the uh, uh, standout tracks to me. I like the intro song "Deep Pockets." I like Drake's hook on it. It sounded like old school Drake a little bit. So I like the intro song "Deep Pockets." Um, when to say when to Chicago freestyle? Now I gotta say this about Chicago freestyle. I've realized <laughs> this now. This might be my favorite Drake's song of all time. I've really? decided that. Mm. Yes, I feel Whoa. like.
2: Oh, a yes. song cry.
1: When when to say when? Like that's not top and song cry.
2: It's not. It's Jay Z. You said the Chicago freestyle. Okay, never mind.
1: Chicago freestyle. Mind. I think is my favorite Drake song of all time okay. because I feel like all the elements that make Drake kind of came together perfectly on that. You know, mm. dope dope flow, a uh, great beat, uh, just the perfect pinch of misogyny that we need as men in our songs. Um, I don't like the fact that he censored the Eminem's bar, but it is what it is. Uh, but I love that song, man. Uh, I think that song is great. And I think that's the one song that sounds kind of, it stands out from all the rest. Because all the rest, it kind of seems like we've heard it before. And even though the content matter is really nothing new, he switched it up in a way that sounded kind of fresh to me and i love that song man i think right now as it stands that's probably my favorite drake song of all time Chicago freestyle. I've been bumping it hard Shop since the it came break, out. To truck, it still sounds good on this album. That blow is cold. Yeah, that is cold. Gotta
0: see what's yeah, in my phone,
1: what do I yeah say this I is. I you man. You, man. Drake killed man, that shit. Same as one about Drake, brain, but uh, uh, all the I, elements I think came together. You got me thinking, man.
0: You got me thinking like damn this is probably the best drake song or your favorite drake song of all time out of all the songs he made Mm.
1: because i'm thinking man honestly like this is the one that stuck with me the most Mm. all the other ones sound cool in the moment but i don't really go back to even things like a pound cake with jay-z i like that song a lot when it came out i don't go back to it a whole lot Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it it might be partly because of the weak j-verse (laughs) <laughs> but I don't go to that song a whole lot. Um, yeah. There are certain songs I of take care of that I go back to, but I don't, I don't know. This mm-hmm. one sound different to me. Mm-hmm. This one is like the Superman of Drake's career to me. Eminem's one of the greatest songs Eminem ever made <laughs> with Superman. No pun intended. It's like his Superman to me. <laughs> so I think that's a great song. And uh, I really enjoyed that. What mm-hmm. else? Tootsie Slide, one of the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I, I immediately skip that shit every time I hear it. Uh, I just think that's a forced trash ass dance song. TikTok song. You could have kept that one off this project, honestly. Mm. But I understood it had a whole lot of streams and a whole lot of revenue. So I understand the business reason, but I don't think it fits the vibe of this whole project. So I would have been cool if you left that one off. But it is what it is um desires with future already came out but i have a comment on the recent drake and future collabs i don't think they sound good really i don't know what it is i don't feel they don't feel inspired to me Mm. i feel like future is kind of going through the motions when he goes with drake now Mm. it don't sound like future's heart is in it it's hard to explain but something about the flow something about his energy is off to me it don't seem like... And to be sure, I went back and heard Future's collab with Lil Uzi Vert on uh that... uh His new... On Lil Uzi Vert's new project. And Future sounded a lot more like invigorated. I know he used auto in that song, but he sounded more lively in that song than he has with the three or four songs with Drake that have come out lately. Mm. And I don't really know why that is, but he just don't sound right to me, man. It don't sound like with a time to be alive. Mm. I don't know what it is, but to me, these collabs just seem forced. Uh, now, I got a controversial take for Jasmine for the Chris Brown feature. I thought it sounded great. Matter of fact, I think that's how...
2: It. He was barely on it.
1: Yes, that's well, that was perfect.
2: That's why you loved it, because you're a hater. It's not, look.
1: I feel like Chris Brown can be very effective when used more sparingly. I think he should explore doing more background vocals because the song sounded good. Like, okay, the song is nothing new. Drake has made this type of song a million times now. Mm. But if if Chris Brown was on it, he was going to sing in the same cadence he always does on all these songs with Drake. But I felt like the background vocals sounded better to me. I kind of wish that he didn't even put featuring Chris Brown on it and just had him as a writer or production credit and use the background vocals.
2: Oh, I wouldn't. we would have noticed.
1: Yeah, of course. But it would have been a nice surprise.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Instead
1: of going into it expecting a full-on...
0: Hear Chris Brown verse or... Exactly.
1: Yeah. So I don't think he should have put his name on the song itself, but I liked how it sounded, man. (laughs) I think Chris Brown can be very effective, kind of like how Beyonce did background vocals on that American Gangster song with Jay-Z. Yeah. The intro.
2: Oh. And I thought
1: that was great. You <laughs> ain't got to sing all the time. Let her do background shit. Let her let him do the background <laughs> vocals.
0: I wonder, was he originally on the song? Like, actually on it, on it, and then they decided to do it that way. Because I don't think he hit Chris Brown up like, hey, I just need you for these background vocals yeah. or s- something like that. Maybe maybe it came out better with him not being on it
1: it's possible maybe something didn't clear maybe something maybe Chris wanted to redo it and it was I don't know what happened it's possible that there is another version out with more Chris Brown on it
0: yeah it's hard to believe I mean it's one thing if it's somebody somebody that's not a Chris Brown but Chris Brown anybody I don't care who you are you will probably want Chris Brown all over the song too because it's going to benefit you too but for him to just have them in the background, um, use just the background vocals, because that's kind of like some Kanye shit, for real, for real. Because I can see Kanye well, doing something like that, that just say, hey, I just need you in the background. Or
1: I like it, though, man. I feel like when Chris Brown jumps on the track, usually he tries to take it over too much. Mm. You know, he tries to make it his song. And I feel like when you're making an R&B song, it has to be more of a collaboration. It can't just be rap where one nigga raps, then the next nigga raps, and then the hook plays, and that's it. There needs to be more cohesion in R&B, and I think when Chris Brown gets on a song, he tries to make it his own, instead of going with the overall vibe of it, if that makes sense. So, I liked it. I know Chris Brown fans are disgusted with that take. Mm,
2: but yeah, I'll you have to <laughs> be respectful, you
1: know? I liked how it sounded, man. Um, other songs on this, I like "Landed" a lot. I agree with you, Figgy. I think that's one of the strongest. If "Chicago Freestyle" wasn't on this album, "Landed" would be my favorite song
0: on mm-hmm. it.
1: Probably. I like that song a lot. The beat was cold. Um, now it's time to talk about "Pain" 1993. <laughs> <laughs> so it
2: looks you look like you're in pain.
1: As yeah, literally. <laughs> as the as the resident Playboy Cardi stand of the podcast. I got to make a statement. I don't know what's going on with Playboy Cardi. He just had I a baby. I blame. What's that? He just had a baby with Iggy. Yes, Iggy <laughs> Azalea. I blame her. Somehow <laughs> Wait, this is, is her fault. Baby? Allegedly, reportedly, uh, Playboy Cardi had a baby with Chris uh, with the Chris Brown with a uh, uh, Iggy Azalea. What? Let me yeah. I'm yeah.
2: looking it
0: up now.
1: Mm-hmm. I didn't even know reported. they. Were... I
0: don't. I didn't even know they was dating. Dating.
1: I knew they were together. I know he had an interview uh, last year and Iggy was still around like in the scene then. So I knew mm-hmm. they were still together. I didn't know she was pregnant. Damn. She hadn't been seen outside in a minute. Yeah. So yeah, I blame her.
0: <laughs> she, um, the, she the uh, Sierra of hip hop.
1: <laughs> not even Wh- whoever because, they heard, just
0: go cold.
1: <laughs> future made his, well, They okay. Maybe <laughs> because maybe they need to break up for Playboy Card. Nick that's what says. I'm
0: saying, yeah. Like, look at, look at the, um, remember she was dating Swaggy P?
1: Yes. And he, his career was pretty much over after that. Well, he cheated on her, and then he, okay, Nick Young wasn't that good. Let's that's be that's real. what I'm saying, like, <laughs> Nick Young was an average NBA player at <laughs> No, he I'm was just...
0: No, yeah, the whole point, I'm just saying, whoever, she, whatever she touched, turned to shit.
1: Pretty that's much. That's true. <laughs> Because after she left, he won a championship. So there's that. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the next, the Playboy Cardi's damn mission is to break up the relationship because we need the goodies back. Yeah. But uh, so this goes back to what I said about Playboy Cardi's latest single, Meh. I don't know where this copy Young Thug flow came from. And I don't know why he's doing it. But I'm kind of disgusted by it, man. Not only the fact that it sounds bad, but you're blatantly trying to sound like Young Thug on these songs, mm-hmm. using the same cadence, using the same way he pronounces words. No, <laughs> if it if it said Young Thug on this song, you would not think it's is Playboy Cardi rapping this shit.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. His name not. was
1: not on it. Yeah. And I was hyped for this song because a snippet was released on Drake's Instagram Live. And I was hyped for it coming out. I skipped right to the song. I'll admit, I don't usually do that. I skipped right to Pain 1993 when it dropped. And I was disappointed. Not by Drake, because Drake killed it. Yeah. He did his thing on it.
2: Yeah, Drake's first, Drake's you know, Drake's part was acceptable. <laughs> yeah.
1: I have a conspiracy theory.
0: Uh-oh, let me get the music.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh. So I've been thinking about Drake and the artists he brings in and collaborates with. Uh, people have commended him for uh, breaking artists like Migos, breaking artists like Black Boy JB, uh, Lil Baby, people like that. But I think he has ulterior motives here when he collaborates.
2: Always.
1: Because number one, notice whenever he collabs, he goes first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here goes my uh, X-Files thing. So, (laughs) yes. So, I think that somewhere in Harvey Graham's mind, he wants to outdo and outperform everybody he's on a track with. And he kind of wants to push them out the game by taking their style and doing it better than them. Ah. Notice how on the uh, Demon song, he is rapping with people of the 504 and Sosa Greek, who I think are like London rappers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he's rapping in the London grime style and doing it better than them. Because nobody remembers their verses on that song. Yeah. (laughs) But Drake killed it. Same thing with Migos. When Migos was breaking out, Drake hopped on Versace and did the Migos flow first.
0: Better than them.
1: Yes. And now they survived because they had a machine behind them. So little Baby survived. He had a machine behind him. I mean, Playboy Cardi, I think, will survive, but I definitely think Drake was trying to say, look, I can do what all these other niggas do and do it better than them. Mm. So, it's possible that Drake is boosting them up when they put out these whack-ass verses. Yeah. It's possible that he told Playboy Cardi, hey, man, dumb it down a little bit. He said, "Sound like Young Thug on this song. Just do, don't even rehearse. He might have got him drunk in the crib. Went (laughs) to studio. Might have popped some pills. He might have set him up. He might have set Playboy Cardi up for failure with this song. Mm. I'm putting it on him. Mm. I'm blaming Drake, and I'm blaming all the white people involved in this (laughs) (laughs) song And Drake. (laughs) I think Drake set up Playboy Cardi." Deliver a bad verse on Playboy or uh, uh, what's Payne 1993, so mm. he could outshine him and say I do the Playboy Cardi style better than him. Mm. Wow. Mm. So that is my conspiracy.
2: Theory. <laughs> I, I think you until I was with you until the, the end. Yeah, <laughs> you don't think you don't think so. I, no. I, I do. I agree that yes, I think he obviously has ulterior alter- mer- motives, and he puts himself first. You notice that a lot. Um, and then that person, It it's almost like that person either sinks or swim. I think that which can happen to anybody, but like, it's almost like he chooses someone that he thinks that he knows is fire. And, mm-hmm. it, and, and if they, it's up to them if they can sink or swim or not. But I don't know if it's if if it's like he called up Playboy Cardi and was like, "Hey, dumb down your verse a little bit because
1: I'm okay, like, I, don't, I don't think like, he said dumb it down. I think he might have got him drunk. I think he might got <laughs> fucked up on some pills. I think <laughs> something might have happened. And then I think when Playboy Cardi was rapping in that baby little fucking shitty voice,
2: yeah.
1: Drake was boosting him up. He was saying, yeah. "You killing probably- it, bro. Damn, yeah. you he got pro- it. Yeah, he probably like keep this." This, yes. this is fire. It's fire, man. You smoke me on my own shit. Damn. i much that he said that.
0: Pretty much what Babyface did to Teddy Riley. Oh, oh yes. you sound pretty good. Yeah, it sound good. <laughs> <laughs> the audio sound good on my part, <laughs> knowing it sounds shitty to us. <laughs>
1: <Yep>. <laughs> Setting these boys up, man. I feel like Drake is trying to make sure he's known as a premier rapper, and he takes these artists. Because like I said, I don't know anything about Sosa Greek and 504 him. But all I know now is that Drake killed them mm. when he do the song with them. <laughs> and that's probably going to be their biggest song in their whole career. Yeah. yeah. People just going to play the Drake first and skip to the next song. So. Yeah. But see, I
0: feel like he's been doing that the whole time, though. Like, that's yeah. his M.O. Like, a lot of people don't want to admit that. But that's his thing. He, you know, he, he go and discover talent and uh, give him a shot by hopping on the song and kind of taking what they do. Yes. You know what I mean? He he did that with the carib, the whole Caribbean style or whatever. He he do that and, and I, th- I think word on the street is he look for that type of stuff.
2: He that
0: does. don't nobody talk about, but you can flip it and say, "Oh, he giving other people a, sh- a chance and he keeping them on the song and stuff like that." So, that's kind of the that it's it's kind of hard to argue with somebody and say, "Oh, yeah, he's taking other people's styles." Or he's doing he's using that for him his personal his personal um I guess making or whatever. But like you could I mean he he's literally taking other people's styles though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like but what? because if anybody else did that, they would be criticized. If I fighters. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, if if Jay I mean some people... I mean, it was once upon a time people saying Jay-Z was doing that, but it was still Jay-Z. You know what I mean? You ain't hear a Jay-Z song say, oh, he trying to rap like Rick Ross, or oh, he trying to rap like... Like, but Drake, he's clearly going to people that we'd never heard of, you know, using it as his own. But then he keeping them on the song and say, hey, I'm giving these kids a chance. But... Most of them people don't even blow up. The only ones that really took off was Migos and they held their own for real, for real. And that they, they was already the hottest thing in the streets. It wasn't like nobody knew who Migos was. People knew who they was, but they just got commercialized a little bit.
1: Very true, Figgy. And you bring up the fact, see, Drake is smart. I give Drake <laughs> credit. Drake is actually very smart. He has his ear to the street. He's mm-hmm. always looking for the new sound. And what you said is the reason why people don't criticize him for it. Yeah. At least the artists themselves, because they look at it like, hey, Drake, bless me. Yeah. You know? So getting back to the overall reaction for the album, I thought it was okay. I mean, the thing, and we also, me and Figgy had a conversation before the podcast started mm-hmm. about the longevity of Drake's projects. Everybody seems to be super into him in the moment. But they always seem to lighten up after, you know, look at Scorpion. Everybody was talking about Scorpion when that album dropped. And now people are looking at like, you know, it was just, oh, it wasn't that good. Yeah. You know, I think Drake makes great music for the moment. I don't think he really makes classics. Yeah. And I know Kevin Walker would disagree. Oh, but <laughs> the Drake stands would come for me for that. But I don't feel like he really makes music that ages really well. It I still think, sounds good. What's that?
2: I think he he did. I think he did. He used to make music that aged well. I think he used to make songs that, um, you know, wouldn't we would be listening like we still listen to right now like i think of his recent well of his recent projects and this isn't even recent actually like but hold on we're going home that's still played He yeah, still I play think. that everywhere like certain songs i feel like he he made classics but as of late there's nothing that he's putting out that's like really just something that we're we're rushing to go listen to or going back to at least for me i think I think the Drake Sands, like you said, for sure, they're always going to rush back to a Drake song. But those of us that don't listen to the radio or those of us that are always just in our our iPhone, I mean, our Apple Music or Spotify or whatever, like we're not listening to, I haven't revisited Scorpion in I don't know how long. And if I do, it's only because like off of the strength of my shuffle. It's not because I sought it out.
1: Very much true. Um, And even the biggest hits off of Scorpion, like Nice For What, which was a huge song when it came out. Yeah. You know, what happened to that? Another, oh, I forgot this too. My bad. Uh, uh, He made a quarantine song on this album too. Another let me try to go viral with a song (laughs) that'll pop off on TikTok when quarantine ends. And it is called, what's it called again? Uh, Time Flies. Mm-hmm. Yeah and that that's the one that I'm outside I'm outside That, that <laughs> bullshit ass song uh, <laughs> Drake I understand why Drake I'm go. outside Play this in shit. an AMG. Yes.
0: Right outside TT Two turn baby girl you know me <laughs>
1: Now imagine the all the TikToks coming
2: aside.
1: out about a month when things open up. Standing everybody's in line. making I'm up. Outside, I'm outside. The <laughs> <laughs> I'm outside. baby girl, you
0: know me. I
1: thought this song was super cool. I saw what he was trying to do. He's trying to make a meme. He's trying to make something that goes viral on TikTok. I
0: didn't even think about this being a quarantine song.
1: It is. I'm trust outside me. Trust me Yeah trust me.
0: No that make. Damn man That's shh.
1: Wow Man I didn't even think about it Like
0: yeah. I thought it was a cool song But I can see this being the TikTok Song
1: Yes It's coming Trust me It's gonna take over TikTok When people start coming outside And they're gonna make their own I'm outside and my whatever I'm doing. Right yeah. so, I'm going to do this yeah. right after
0: the podcast. <laughs> I'm outside. Hey, jump on it now, man.
1: Jump on it now. Um. So, yeah, hopefully, hopefully the new album is free of TikTok songs. I don't want that. I think he had one song go really big on TikTok organically, and he wants it to happen every album.
0: The, the like light time. switch
1: yes <laughs> and that that had nothing to do with anything it just happened organically yeah you can't force yeah. <laughs> yeah. so uh yeah overall the project i thought it was good for the moment i'm not gonna go back to it a whole lot chicago freestyle like i said right now as it stands my favorite drake song of all time so another big song dropped this week um a Long-awaited collaboration between two Houston artists.
2: Yes! <laughs>
1: <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion dropped The Savage Remix, which the original version I thought was one of her best songs she's made pretty much in her whole career. You think uh, better a,
2: than Cash It?
1: No, not better than that. Oh, but okay. One of the best. Okay. I think it was definitely the best song on her last project. Which was forgettable. Yeah. Honestly. Oh, yeah. This
0: song is probably her biggest song in her career, though.
1: Oh, now it is. Yeah, one hundred percent.
0: Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think it was before the Beyonce, uh, collab for the simple fact yeah. that everyone was TikToking talking to this song.
2: Absolutely. I don't think.
0: I mean, I think Cash It was like a um a hood favorite, but I think I think uh, Savage is that one breakout single for her.
1: I don't know. I think. Um, well, it, it could be. It's it's up there regardless. But now it's super up there. Yeah. Because the queen herself has blessed Megan The Stallion with a rare feature. Because she don't do features, you know. Beyonce
2: like, is my favorite rapper.
1: Is she now? So let's no. talk about that. <laughs>
2: She's not. I, I'm being dramatic.
0: How, how you feel about people saying, "Oh, Beyonce, the best female rapper out." <laughs>
1: Like, okay, I mean, what compared to who? <laughs> compared to who, honestly, she's not better than Nikki, she's not better than Megan and the Stallion, by the way, write their own shit.
2: Have <laughs> y'all better than Cardi, the meme that was like Jay Z's third best rapper in his household. Oh my god, <laughs> compared to uh Beyonce and Blue now, I mean. I Jay got to take ruffle your feathers. They got to take
1: that because he cheated and the Beehive hates him. So he, he got to take those comments now. I can't do nothing about that. The Beehive always going to be anti-Jay Z, and it is what it is. But uh, so what? I do not even get into the Jay Z shit yet. What did y'all think about the actual song itself? Beyonce kind of took over this whole remix. She oh, yeah. was singing on it. She was rapping on it, talking about OnlyFans and demons. She had Tom like three it. verses. Yes, <laughs> this, this is probably is the all fir- over this song. This is probably
0: the first time I ever heard Beyonce do way more than what she did on this song. Because usually yeah. she'd get you a verse, but she all over the hook. She then sung. She rapped like twice. <laughs> Like I was shocked. This is more. It was more Beyonce on here than Meg. I felt like
1: it really kind of is. Honestly, <laughs> she even kicks off the remix. So yeah, kind of crazy. If you wanna so, see what did y'all ass think ass when that y'all heard right, uh, this? I'm wine, honest
2: honest with you, this thing, um, I had people text game. me about it. Before, I, well, I wasn't on social media, so I didn't know it dropped until I started getting texts and everybody was like, oh my God, oh my God, Like you have to go listen, you have to go listen. So I had to wait. It t- I had I didn't listen to the song when it first came out. I, I took at least like an hour or two. I was like, I need to be in the right mentality. I don't know what I was doing, but it was something that had nothing to do with Beyonce. So I was like not focused on it. I was like, I need to get... In a in a in the same space, like I need to hear what the song is about. Make sure that I'm not just about to be excited because Beyonce's giving us music, and make sure the song is actually good. And it's amazing. Oh, <laughs> it's so great! It's so great. Beyonce did her thing. Like I love that she mentioned OnlyFans. All, all the girls want to make OnlyFans accounts now. Shout is that out a to good ben. thing? That's, happy y'all should be excited. <laughs> I think y'all should be very happy about that. Um, I love that. The, the whole Texas collaboration was just amazing. Um, uh, Megan, I liked Megan's, um, that she gave us new verses. It wasn't just, um, you know, Beyonce got on the track. Like, this was a whole, you can tell this was a whole nother song, a whole other song. Yeah, it, She had to come and,
0: with some it, new verses.
2: Yeah, they went in and redid this. I'm glad she didn't give us the same. Like, one verse, I think, was sim- the similar to the original track, but um, I loved it. I'm excited for the video. Um, I'm wondering, like, what they're gonna do for it. They're obviously gonna be in Houston. Where at, I, I don't know. But how soon due to this quarantine is gonna be interesting. But also, um, I don't know if y'all remember when Beyonce and Nicki shut the highway down um, for their Film Myself video. I can see, this is perfect timing, like no one's out. Come on, <laughs> Megan, come on, B. Like We wanna see this, Like we wanna see this ASAP. It needs to come out soon, that's all I so- know.
1: The fellas are going to ask this, so I have to ask it first. Are you going to start an OnlyFans?
2: Jasmine? Um, so <laughs> I thought about it, but I okay. was like, no, what? A, like, I can always put my feet or something on there. Like, <laughs> 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 it's fucking weird. So you can always, I don't know. I was going to be the guinea pig for my friends, but I just felt like that would come back and haunt me, you know, eventually or like, later on because i've never even actually been on the app to know how it works like can can these people download these videos to their phones like do they can are is screenshotting allowed do you get a notification when someone screenshots i imagine everyone that follows you is screenshotting your videos and your pictures so yeah i just have too many questions i'm uh someone worries me better than that so it's probably it's probably a no for me (laughs) here's
1: the thing it wasn't created to to be a porn platform (laughs) <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. It was technically created for, like, personal fitness trainers
2: to oh, give wow. private,
1: like, personalized workouts for people.
2: I had no idea.
1: It just became, I think, because a few other things kind of cracked down on the wholeness and prostitution, low-key. list. So, <laughs> yeah, they cracked down on pornography, so they all went to OnlyFans, and that now <laughs> it's known as, like, a porn thing. But it wasn't created like Man. that, so... Typically, like you said, you could just put your feet on there or something. Like you said, people are weird. You yeah. can say, hey, I use this for business only and some personal pictures. Yeah. It's not for sexual nature things. So you yeah. could do it it's, and it's be what, okay.
0: There's ways it you can work fine. around it, though. You can, like, make a fake
1: name. You can not put yeah. your face in it. They're they going to find that, though. You know, people yeah. are, people be doing some digging.
2: It just has just only fans it just has that negative connotation but honestly get your money honey especially during these times all the strippers and the dancers and the bartenders they gotta work all these instagram models they gotta work so how else are they gonna get the same amount of money in the house that they would make at the strip club or wherever else it is that they're doing it so just like you know the governor wants to open up all these businesses they are equally included in that. And they're not going back to the strip club for a very long time. So get at it. She- uh, on, on <laughs> I I say, yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> you must hear about Onyx.
1: <laughs> Onyx opened for like five hours and now they're closed again. So, <laughs> so people, if I, I kinda y'all want to start an OnlyFans, let her know.
0: Yeah, I kind of respect. Poll. <laughs> you should. I'll help you start it. Okay. All right. I'm like, all she gotta do is make a fake name and uh, just post feet and little stuff like that. And um yeah, she make a fake um Instagram account and all this other shit.
2: I wonder and how p- much money I make off of that. We're gonna talk alright alright all right, all right. <laughs> if you're
1: listeners, if y'all interested, let us know. Let let Jasmine know how much you would pay for it too. Because I will factor <laughs> into her decision as well. So Good luck trying to find it too. Yeah. <laughs> so back to the remix. Back to the remix. Figgy, what did you think about this? Uh, Meg the Stallion and Beyonce collaboration?
0: Um, I thought it was solid. I thought it was pretty solid. I think it's a summer. I to me, this kind of made it a summer song to me. Um, I was pretty happy that Beyonce hopped on this. It was, you know, it's it's very H town. I uh, I think Beyonce mentioned Third war a couple times. So I I really enjoyed it as a uh, as a Houstonian, but um, it's I wouldn't go overboard saying oh yeah she the best we, rapper of all time. Made it. But um, I, I I I thought it was pretty solid. It kind of made me like the song even more because I thought the song was cool, but I actually like the song now. I I, I think it's cool. It's, it sounds like Beyonce having fun on it. <laughs> And you could tell Meg um, by her reaction on Twitter and stuff like that that she really excited. It's she kinda, was crying. Yeah, it's kind of – remember Remember when Cardi B actually made it and she started getting all this fame, how she was real giddy and stuff like that? That's, Meg is kind of giddy right now where she like, oh, my God, I can't believe this, y'all. This is crazy. Like I, I like seeing that. I like seeing her happy. But um, – yeah, overall, I thought it was solid. I, I think Beyonce killed it.
1: I thought, I mean, the song is good. I'll say that much. Um, I also say this. Uh, I thought some the, the opening lines of Beyonce's verse was kind of corny. <laughs> uh, now, I understand Beyonce got to stay relevant, but I don't like, and J, I think she got this from Jay-Z maybe, because Jay-Z be think, talking about memes and shit that happened you know recently like uh how can i give you this feeling of planking on a million shit like that sounds cringy when you listen to it now yeah remember planking and that was a big thing and now it was embarrassing but jay-z is big on talking about things that are happening in the moment but they don't age well and i don't like that Beyonce's doing this now too nobody's gonna know what demon time meant two years from now
2: I think that's what makes it great because yes they will, because it'll be, it's meant for that moment. It's meant for that point in time in history. Yeah. We're, we're all in coronavirus right now. That's something that no one's going to forget that. Um, I feel like, yeah, I feel like the way that they do it, it can be corny depending on what they're talking about and the lines that they use to talk about it. But I think TikTok, obviously it's not going away for a while. Um, I think yeah, I know. I think that's what makes it fun because if you listen to the old songs, like in '90s songs, like they mention stuff that we don't. Chris, no one drinks Chris style anymore, do they? Even make it like that's a yeah, you know? that's like, a drink. different stuff like that though, like different, different stuff. Like you know, I feel like uh, stuff, we, uh, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say anymore. I, I, I
1: get, I get what you're saying yeah. because it, it's kind of a, just a music thing, but yeah. I just look at that and I kind of cringe because, like, he's like, I think you know, say. Y'all you know, say old. Let, let's be honest, y'all. <laughs> y'all you know, say kind of old. She ain't to old. singing about, I'm not saying she's old, okay, old, but, old, but yeah. I'm talking about in artist years. Okay, She's been in the game for over 10 years and... Shit, 20. They're near 20 at this <laughs> yeah. point. And, uh, I mean, just some of the stuff, like the the TikTok, the OnlyFans, like, it, it's just, it sounds like pandering to me, you know? Oh, It's like she searched... She's, she searched the hottest trending hashtags and said, I'm going to sing about this. <laughs> Open it up and really get them th- talking, you know? <laughs> it's it's kind of corny to me, man. I can't help it. And like I said, Jay does it too, and I hate it when he does it because yeah. it sounds corny to me for a 40-year-old man to be talking about planking and Miley Cyrus <laughs> twerking, yeah. shit like that. So I get the same feeling for Beyonce. Like, like I like the song. The, the beat's cold, Beyonce did her thing but I don't like the pandering to social media by saying only fans and tiktok it didn't do nothing for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I I kind of I get it. But um I don't know like I, I'm not really surprised because they always do this when that, because they always be gone for like a year or two and then they hop on somebody's song and then make it seem like they recorded it yesterday.
1: Uh good song for what it is proud of Megan Thee Stallion. You know, now we definitely will never get her on the podcast because now she's officially too big. Yeah. To yeah. <laughs> the,
0: oh, the other thing, I'm, this is what I meant to say. The other thing I kind of, I, I kind of hate when Beyonce do talk about stuff like this, because it's like, you know, this ain't about to happen when she says she oh, might the get a cash fans, app yeah. or, or oh, yeah. might get the only fans. Like yes. you ain't getting no OnlyFans. Stop it.
1: Imagine if Beyonce had an OnlyFans, man. Imagine how much it would cost. Yes. 500 at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she'd be the most hacked OnlyFans of all time.
0: Yeah, it's like, man, like she ain't getting no OnlyFans.
1: Yeah. Uh so shit, what else happened this week? Um I know some stuff. Um IG live battles. I did hear, and I don't know what happened yet, if it happened yet, but Bone Thugs and 3-6 Mafia, uh, specifically Crazy Bone of Bone Thugs and DJ Paul of 3-6 Mafia are supposed to be having a battle. I think that's today, Saturday. Um, I'm not yeah. sure. But yeah. uh, who, who do y'all think is taking that? Because I think it's widely being assumed that 3-6 is just going to run with it. But yeah. I know you from Cleveland, Figgy, so yeah. you got to stand up for your boys. Yeah, what's gonna happen with that? I
0: think, um, like you said, I'm from Cleveland. I'm a Bone fan, but um, I think it would be closer than what people think. I had Three Six Mafia taking this, but I think Bone had way bigger hits than Three Six Mafia. They uh, just for the simple, just think about this. They had a song with Tupac, Easy, and Biggie when they was alive. So yep. not that you know after death um tracks and stuff like that they in their i mean in their prime they had them maybe not easy but yeah they they had all three of them guys on on the track so that alone that to me i count that as a w right there <laughs> and if they going up to 20 if they playing 20 tracks that's three right there and not even counting cross rows and you know there's regular hits but I think Three Six Mafia got a lot, a lot of good shit. Maybe, I, hopefully, hopefully it's a good battle. I, I hope it don't be like the Manny Fresh and Scott Storch, where you know everybody know Bone, all their records, but don't know the um, the the hood classes from Three Six Mafia. But um, I I I got Three Six Mafia taking it, man.
1: Uh, so, quick update, because I just looked it up. Apparently, the battle was supposed to be uh, on Thursday, April 30th, but it got postponed. Mm-hmm. So, apparently, it is supposed to happen, but there's not a new date yet. So, I heard, we'll see um, with that.
0: I heard, um, because I heard this battle originally wasn't part of the Versus series mm-hmm. with Swiss and them, but I heard Swiss and Tim are trying to get involved with
1: it. Yeah, it was rebrand. I guess it was supposed to be something else, but it's been rebranded as a versus battle.
0: Yeah, uh, I think. So that, I, I think they'll so do it some of the time. Yeah, that's that's good. I I I feel more comfortable with them doing that because I felt like it'd been a little more polished. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shit, that versus um, the whole series kind of been bringing people um, followers up. Oh yeah. They've been branding the hell that's out of strange. people.
2: Streaming numbers too, for sure. So
0: yeah, so um, yeah, I'm kind of glad they doing that.
1: So Jasmine, I know this music is old head music to you, (laughs) being a young and spry woman. But who who do you think would take that battle?
2: Um, I would say Three Six Mafia only because I guess I'm more familiar with their music. Mm -hmm. Um, Being from the south, like I don't know many Bone Thugs and Harmony songs. The songs that I do know, I would imagine most people know. Like like you said, like Crossroads, First of the Month, but songs like that. So I, I give it to 3-6 only because I know their catalog more. And I like their music a little better.
1: I, I mean, that's been the general prevailing thought. And I pretty much agree. Like 3-6 Mafia's catalog is just too deep. Too yeah. many hood classics. You know, especially the stuff that's inspired the latest trend of music. Um, but I also think that people kind of sleep on Bone Thugs as do. far as the the music they got. Now, I know they haven't had the run that 3-6 has recently, but those early albums, man, the EP with Eazy-E and then their debut album and Art of War, uh, they got some cut. They're, those songs are deep, man. Yeah. Even the album cuts that don't get played on radio are hard. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they don't have music to come to the battle with. But there's certain like there's a certain popularity with certain songs that they're not gonna match that with some of their album cuts yeah you know I, 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 it'll be entertaining. I'll definitely I'll probably try to watch that one. I haven't watched any of these yet. I'll admit I know a bad job on me, but I will try to watch this one because I'm a big fan of both of them and we'll see how that goes. Also for the head wrap wearing incense burning women of the world <laughs> we have. Erica Badu versus Jill Scott coming I'm next.
2: I'm pumped! Week. I'm so excited. <laughs> are, are you really a fan of
1: them, Jasmine? I thought they were a little, little old for you.
2: Uh, yeah, they are a little old for me, but I do like Erica Badu. Um, Jill Scott, I'm not too familiar or too fond of. Um, but Erica, yes. Why? Because she's fat. Wow, (laughs) way to put your Lizzo hate on Jill Scott. You said you don't like Like, (laughs) nothing about her. (laughs) What is about Jill Scott you don't like? I just don't listen to her music. I think that she's, um, I'm not there yet.
1: She's not aesthetically pleasing. You just want to say it like that, okay? No,
2: I'm not. I just think I'm not there yet. Like, Mm, okay, I'm not not there yet. Man, (laughs) I I love Erica in general. I just love Erica in general, like her presence on social media, the type of person, like just her. And I I love how she keeps her life very private. She shows what she wants us to know and she trolls all of us all the time. And it's fun for her. I love that.
1: (laughs) Very true. Very true. Uh, so who do you think would actually, well, you said Erica Bodies, though. Yeah,
2: I think Erica personally.
1: Figgy, uh, do you have any thoughts on this battle and who you think would actually take it? Uh, Is this Jill Scott or Eric? Yeah,
0: Jill Scott. Okay. I would probably. Uh, I think the popular pick would be um, Erica Badu, but I can see Jill Scott winning this. Mm-hmm. I think she had a lot of. Um, I think she had. I don't know. I think. Her, I think hers was more close to R&B than um like the real R&B than Erica Badu, I guess. Erica Badu, she was more of I guess the neo soul. Yeah. I think um Well, both of them kind of were,
1: honestly. Yeah. They were kind of spearheading the whole neo soul movement.
0: Yeah, but um I feel like Joe Scott was more of the singer though. Erica Badu, not saying she couldn't sing because what she was doing was great. But I felt like Jill Scott had more of the real love songs type of thing. So I guess it depends on the crowd. <laughs> depending on what you like. But um I could see Jill Scott winning this in a close one.
1: Yeah, I have I have to admit, like I'm kind of like Jasmine. Uh I have no idea what Jill Scott gonna bring to the table. I really delved I, I think her audience is way outside, you know, what I'ma listen to. Uh, I fuck with Erica Badu's early work because I feel like she was very hip-hop, even though she was very R&B, neo-soul at the same time. Uh, Mm -hmm. She of course came with that whole Philly clique with uh, uh, Jay Dilla and The Roots and she worked with all of them, Common, everybody who's coming up up in that conscious rap era. Mm -hmm. So I fuck with Baduism and I fuck with Mama's Gun. Those Mm -hmm. are great albums. Everything other than that, I don't know. It's a little bit too much, you know, hope tap shit for me. Yeah. But uh, I like her, Erica Badu's early work. So, I mean, I think she's a more popular one. But Jill Scott, from what I've been told, is a beast
2: you know, in her own life. Right, so. it,
1: it might be close. I don't know. I'm not going to watch this one. I'm not going to lie. But I will, I will check the black Twitter reactions to see temperature.
0: But you know what? I, what I realized with these battles It's not Like I enjoy I guess The back and forth more than the actual music So yeah. I'm not there Listening to what they are gonna play I just like the interaction I like the storytelling I, I think I enjoy that part more Than the actual music they're playing Because I th- I and think I-, the, I think the um, T-Pain And, and Lil Jon battle was the most Entertaining battle I think so too. For the simple fact
2: that yeah, other than Teddy and
0: Babyface, the audio Yeah, but for the simple fact that they were, um, they were pretty much going back and forth, and uh, like with the jokes and like, oh no, no, I got something for this, and you will talk about liquor. Let me play this, and then Lil (laughs) Jon play a song, or and then T Pain play "Buy You a Drink" and stuff like that. So, I think it was. I think the entertainment part is the most important part outside of just the straight records.
1: So I believe that is next. I want to say it's May 9th. So mm. I think next Saturday they're going to do that. So be prepared if you see a whole lot of uh, uh, Mercury retrograde, um, astrology, <laughs> uh, Twitter coming out in droves. Yeah. Um, uh, you'll know why, because they are having a battle.
0: People like Jasmine. The uh, J- oh, Janae Aiko's.
1: <laughs>
0: this was the Janae I mean, before Janae Aiko.
1: We play with Jasmine, but Jasmine's not really into it like some of these women are, because some of them are really, like you could tell just by looking at them, like, oh, okay, you listen to Jill Scott. <laughs> 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 they rock their head wrap everywhere they go. They got all types of, of rocks and things that mean something different, even though they just look like rocks to us. <laughs> I have, like oh this is a uh amber from uh i don't know what the
2: fuck they be talking about there. i have numerous i i thought about this maybe maybe later maybe next time but i thought about giving y'all a tour of my room because i absolutely have all of those stones and crystal oh, wow. and yeah. sage and we all seen we seen the lights i
0: think you oh. want i think you set your phone down went to the bathroom we like damn her, her room is uh i forgot what we said we like yeah, she um her room is real she earthy.
1: Looked, I think I said this is what uh uh what's her name? Janae Aiko's room looked like before she really blew up. <laughs> 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 so uh okay, well you yeah. gotta give us a tour, man, because I, I figured you were into it, but I didn't know how deep. I didn't know if you had the incense and all the
2: crystals and all that. Yeah,
0: stuff. Yeah, I'm. So. S- I'm still learning. I'm not. All I'm right. not all the way
2: there
0: yet, but I'm still learning. You still right.
2: using deodorant or no deodorant? <laughs> <laughs> are, you,
0: are, you take, are you taking I'm showers? And washing myself. Okay. <laughs> i was <about> to say. <laughs> are you taking showers once a uh, <laughs>
2: once a week? No, that oh, stuff be man. deep
0: though, don't it? Huh? Well, that stuff be deep though because it's funny because I tried to use some natural deodorant one time. I was kind of in this natural stage where I'm like, let me get the natural soap, the natural deodorant. When I tell you that deodorant only worked for like thirty minutes, (laughs) I'm like, man, this. I'm like, nah, let me go get the, uh, (laughs) let me go get the old spice or whatever. Like uh, that that natural shit do not work for me.
1: And do it. Um and look, man, I'm sure deodorant has probably some dangerous chemicals, but i sweat too much. I just gotta take the me, risk.
0: Me too, man. No, I can't go <laughs> so, without
1: it. I'll be too yeah. stinky. So this girl
0: told me uh how she used a lemon to uh instead of deodorant. She likes supernatural. No mm-hmm. no makeup and all this other stuff, but she said she um uh, been using lemons for like a year. Just cut the lemon and use the lemon. I tried that, man. My armpits was like, ah, what the fuck is yeah. this? I'm like, man, nah, I need, let me get the chemicals.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, this happened. Okay, I'll, I have something to say about it because I thought it was corny. I was going to laugh at it at first. But Travis Scott did a, like, a, a show on Fortnite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. like I think you talked about on our Facebook live we did last week. But um, Travis Scott did a Fortnite show. Uh, I was going to call this Dumb and Nerdy. <laughs> when I first heard about it, I'm like, why is this nigga premiere music on Fortnite? Uh, but I actually looked at the video clip. and It actually looked pretty cool. Like, I'm not going to lie. If I was into the game, I would have been hyped watching that happen. Because it was basically like he took over the entire game. And it's like a giant 3D you know, animated Travis Scott and the background change. Like one minute you're on the ground, then you're in space hearing the Kid Cudi song. Then you're in the water listening to some goosebumps or something. Mm -hmm. It was kind of a cool virtual, like if it was in VR, it would have been really dope. Yeah. You know, watching that in virtual reality. So it actually looked kind of cool. Jasmine, I know you're not in the games, but you're into Travis Scott. So what do you think about what you saw of that?
2: so i actually whenever i got word that this was coming out i downloaded the fortnite app on my phone what Hold to try to learn the game i texted my sister and everything i was like hey i really need to learn how to play fortnite so that's what damn and she she doesn't really play i learned so she talked to like some of her friends and they were going to teach me and then so i downloaded it we never really got to the tutorial aspect And, um, I downloaded it. I, when it came time that Thursday, when the first one dropped, I opened the app and realized that there was a second step to downloading the app. Like there was a second step to signing up. So there was like an installer or something that I had to download. And, um, I tried to do that. My phone was tripping. So it wouldn't allow me to in time. So luckily everyone knows that I love Travis Scott. So I had like hella, um, mentions or like you know dms that had the links in there or like live stories because for one travis went live during it for a little bit but then um i was watching on a couple of friends their um stories it was so cool like oh my gosh it was so cool the aspect of your character um i don't know if some i saw later on that some people kept their original Fortnite character but you had the um i guess the ability to change into a rager and you could like one of the one of the gifts that I use like quite often of Travis is the fire, where he has the little fire. I think it's a microphone stand over his yeah, head.
1: yeah, going oh, head banging and shit. It's
2: that was car. one of the elements that you could have. Like, if I'm not mistaken, you were dressed in like Astro World gear. I don't know i can't remember but it was just super cool and then i just love the aspect of like in order to incorporate the actual game like you had to follow travis around in order to see the show or see the concert and it was it was great like the graphics were great Man, this like look hard. i just think so i y'all know i love his mind and it was just amazing the fact that kid cuddy was in it eventually, like they dropped and that was a wow factor to the fact that he was gonna obviously we'd hear eventually but he dropped um, the Scots in the middle of the game. So you got to see that like kind of in a concert aspect. So it was really, it was cool. Like it definitely made me want to get the game. Like the experience is kind of done. I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it was like a once one time type of thing or if it's something that you can purchase and continue to play. But I think if that is something you can do, I wouldn't want to do that continuously because you kind of already, the wow factor is gone. But it's definitely something that I was like, dang, these like, you know, artists, maybe they'll look more into it. All these people that claim that they love anime or that they love, you know, certain things. Um, prove it. Travis did. So let's let's see what, what you can come up with and what you can do. Incorporate your music outside of just us playing our iPhone and our headphones.
0: I kind of want to play the game now.
1: Oh, Figgy, are you playing something? Because we only see your desktop. Oh,
0: shoot. Yeah, I was, plan- I was showing the, um...
2: Oh, really? I see Biggie.
1: Oh, wait. You see actually what he's showing? Because I only no, see his I desktop. Just
2: see- I just see him. Oh, now
1: I see it. Oh, shoot. I okay. think it was on the other screen for me.
2: Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, I see it now.
1: But yeah, man, um, I agree. I thought this was dope. I hear some... Wait, okay, we're good now. Uh, I thought it was dope. Um, It looked cool. I think more artists will probably do something like this apparently Mm -hmm. Fortnite does these events like once every year it's a different person every year um but it looked cool man i don't know how much work has to go into it but it looked like a dope experience and if i was into it i don't know if my i know my nephews were into it at one point i don't know if they still are Mm -hmm. but uh i don't know if they were into what they were there but they would have enjoyed this as well um and i was telling figgy that on the facebook live man i think this might be the new maybe the new normal for shows and song reveals, you know? Yeah. With shows being dead now and tours being dead, you know, maybe people got to think outside the box and say, hey, I know a lot of people play Fortnite. I know a lot of people play whatever game that's hot right now. So let me drop my new shit on the game.
2: Yeah. yeah. Work out
1: some deal. And it'll work for everybody. It's kind of like, it's not a concert, but it's kind of like the next big thing, best thing. If you're stuck inside your house, you know, if you can get online and be with, you know, thousands of other people at the same time watching the show, that would be kind of dope. So yeah. it might be the new thing. Yeah, I think it's actually smart because
0: like, like, I mean, I'm sure you can make money from it, but there's no limit of how many people could get on here. Right. Because I'm yeah, sure I'm- it's like a million people on here. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about going to a venue and all this other stuff. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't want to go to concerts now. So just imagine just given that, uh, you know, what we just saw, you know, a, a reality where you could be, you know, on your couch and experience this. Like, yeah. I would actually buy, like, me, I want to go to Astro World so bad just to experience, but I probably won't because I'm, you know... I'm not that quick as far as like getting tickets and stuff like that. I I would probably have to be waiting up all night and hurry up and grab the tickets. But yeah. like I could, I mean, I would go to something like this. Like I would do this just to check it out.
2: We're going when the next one comes, so it's cool. Of course, if yeah, you're going too, one. I don't know what you're talking about. I, <laughs> We're all going.
1: <laughs> Wait, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. I get roped into this T-
0: <laughs> tickets on
1: Jasmine <laughs>
0: um,
1: we'll have to work out some kind of compromise if I go to World, you gotta go to something I wanna see it's gonna be something she gotta beautiful.
0: go to a strip club
1: <laughs> No, nah, I wanna take a strip club it'll be something uh, like fucking if Raekwon come on tour or something <laughs> like that <laughs> you gotta see some old rapper rap for two hours before I go to World. Right? okay <laughs> We'll work something out. But uh, yeah, I thought the thing looked dope. And like I said, it might be the new normal for right now until tours and all that shit comes back. So we'll see, but props to Travis Scott for innovating and yes. thinking of something new. Oh, by the way, um, he did drop a song with Travis Scott. Uh, what'd you think about the actual song? With C- Travis Cuddy. Scott, with the Kid Cudi. Yeah. Kid Cudi, yeah. Uh, Jasmine, what'd you think about that song?
2: Uh, I liked it. I mean, I heard it um, in the game. So I do wish it was a little longer, but obviously, you know, we know we uh, we don't even have to get into all of that as to why that it's the way that it is, but I liked it. I thought it was good. I want more music from them. Um, if I remember correctly, someone, I want to say Kid Cudi teased the fact that they have more way more music than just with it, that song. So I'm excited to see that. I think they are good Scotch. collaborators. Like I like to hear them together. Um, Through the Late Night, which was on, what was it? Birds in the Trap was really good. That was one of my favorites on that album. So I'm excited. I thought it was good. The video. I'm excited for the video, too, and what they're going to come up with.
1: Yeah, I'll admit, when he said that the Scots is coming, I thought it was going to be a whole project uh, yeah, Kid Cudi.
2: I thought so too. It could so be. I'm
1: kind of surprised it was just this song, but it sounded like they're maybe just testing the waters to see, you know, the reception, yeah. and maybe they'll drop a full project in the future. I don't know, but mm-hmm. that'll be crazy, man. Kid Cudi yeah. is super talented. If he links up with Travis Scott, that could and be they, the spark that Travis Scott needs right now.
0: They I both see. had the same fan base too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think this is a perfect match. This is, be- to me, this is better than um, Cudi and mm-hmm. Kanye. Because, I think so. because the fans are the same and um I feel like um I feel like Travis Scott kind of got that trap sound that Cuddy don't have and I I think both of them working together would be perfect because I think yeah. I think Travis working with Cuddy I think he will branch off until what Cuddy do and vice versa so I think it's a perfect match
1: this would be like the Watch the Throne for emo suburban white kids. <laughs> Pretty much.
2: I'm not an emo <laughs> suburban white And
1: Jasmine, too. Cuddy, <laughs> look,
0: look at, Cudi is like the Jay-Z of that, though, yes. when you think about it. Because when you look at people that looked up to Cudi, they look at him as like the Jay-Z, like the great. Yeah,
2: honestly,
0: of and,
2: that
0: genre. Yeah. and, uh, and genre. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And then um, Travis Scott is kind of like the Kanye, the person that's uh, staying hot right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think I think so.
1: So other shit that happened. Oh, I did see this randomly. I don't know how it came up, but uh, Safari has an OnlyFans and Erica Mina too. <laughs> what is on Safari's OnlyFans? You know what's on there. That's
2: what... <laughs> I don't know what's
1: on it. Is he posting yeah. his, like, is Dick? What,
2: what's going on there? Is what else do we want to see from Safari? He put it out there a long time ago, and now the girls can't get enough. He's getting that money. He's getting this paper for it. But it, I just feel like how, how, that's, I was excited to talk to y'all about this. And <laughs> how would you feel about your significant other having an OnlyFans account or creating an OnlyFans account after the fact of your relationship? Now, it'd be different if they had one before, but you're in, a, this man is married now. And he just created an OnlyFans account to um, show off his assets.
1: Now we actually, this was a topic. I brought this up during our podcast with uh, Fat Tony. Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, Jasmine
0: left. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: I asked Fat Tony what he would do if he was talking to a girl and he felt the vibe, but he found out that she had an OnlyFans account. And Fat Tony said he'd be down with it. Uh, (laughs) I think me and Thiggy were like, Nah, I don't know if we could rock with that. Yeah. yeah. So you're saying if we were actually in a relationship with somebody already, yeah. and then in that relationship, they started an OnlyFans account during the time we were together. Yes. I would be against it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I would, look, if I if I signed on and I knew she was into that shit and she had an OnlyFans and we dated after I knew that, that would be on me. That means I made my peace with it. Yeah. But you can't come in And turn into a hoe while I'm dating you. (laughs) You got to be a hoe before me or after me. You can't be a hoe when you're with me. I would be against that. Yeah. Maybe in an extreme circumstance where I lost my job and she's not working and we got to make, we got to eat. It's either this or rob somebody. I would be like, okay, but I had to supervise the shit. (laughs) <laughs> I, I had to be the director. I had to take the pictures and the videos and all that shit. You can't do it by yourself.
2: can't do it alone.
1: But if it was just randomly, like, she just told me she was going to start one and we, there was no reason to financially, I would be against it. I wouldn't rock with it. I would be like, okay, you can do this while you're single because...
2: While you're single because I'm not what
1: I signed on for. What about you, Figgy? What if your wife told you, you know what? The wave is coming. <laughs> I'm gonna jump on it.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't be down for it, but however, I mean, if she wanted to say, "Hey, you know, I want to do one, and I want you in it as well," type of thing, where you know, it show show us doing some sexual things and stuff like that.
2: Yeah,
0: and it's, it's making us money. I would be down for that, maybe, but that's a hard maybe. I just think I think it's. I think it's weird for us regular people to deal with stuff like that. But in the case of Erica Mina and uh, Safari, to me, it kind of, you know, it, it really wouldn't surprise me. Or to me, it kind of make a little more sense because these guys are, I mean, they are public figures, no matter, you know, how you want to slice it. People look for them. So, I mean, it's stuff out there on the internet already. so why not make an account and make money from it and, you know, blow it up like that? Because think about if you was a celebrity and the person you was dating was this hot chick or video visit and she decides, Hey, you know, I want to make some more money. Let's do an OnlyFans account. I won't show them every single thing, but I'm going to do a whole bunch of teasing type of thing. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, it would be hard to say, nah, like, no, don't do that. Because if 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 this girl, the hottest chick in the game, she going to make money from it. So it's it's not like us regular people where it's like, nah, I'm going to run into these people that's watching your OnlyFans. Like, they will probably never see those people unless it's like other celebrities and paying for it. But as a celebrity, I think it's, to me, I don't look at it like, uh-uh, that's that's wrong. But regular people like us. It's like, nah, man, because my mom or your mom or your dad can subscribe to that shit yeah. and see what you working with. So that that's the one part that kind of um that really made me say no to it. We talked about it with Fat Tony. It's it's all fun and games when you know your significant other doing it. But yeah. when you when your uh, pervert uncle find out and he wanna pay that that $19.99 or whatever it is. He get to see whatever, you know, your significant other working with. <laughs> That's, the...
2: they, um, That's Are the... you on OnlyFans? Can you see who's subscribed to you? And can you oppose people that are subscribed to you? Or how does that yeah. work? Yeah. No? I mean,
1: if you have an account and you want to block somebody, you can.
2: Mm-hmm. So you can absolutely see, like, all of the ideas. Yeah. See the if you have it prefer- and
1: people are subscribed to you, you see everything. You see um, what name they're under and all that stuff. So how
0: do that work? I, I wonder how do that work. If if they pay for it, like do you get do they get the money you back? Might get,
1: I don't know. I don't okay. know if that's ever really happened. I, I mean, yeah, if you I, have a, nobody's gonna turn down money. Yeah, that's why I was Even wondering. if your Creepy uncle wants to look.
0: No, that's why I was wondering. Like, how how nice, could you? Bro. That's why I was wondering. How could you you actually block somebody unless they're clearly harassing you or something where you have to report that person. But if it's like your mom or something like that, it's not like Facebook where, oh, yeah. she's trying to follow me and let me, you know, let me stop it. Like I'll figure if anybody just want to click that link and buy it, I'm sure it's going to, you know, it's, it's going to send the money right to you and well, you don't yeah. have access.
1: But may, I don't know how it works. I don't You got we got to we got to try to find somebody who has an OnlyFans account and bring her on podcast because we got some questions yeah you yeah I'm gonna look
0: guy. I'm gonna I'm try to find somebody maybe that that could be my homework try to find somebody with the only we yeah.
1: got to find somebody we gotta it's gonna be hard to find somebody who will talk to regular people and they're successful at it but
0: I wonder if Lisa we'll Ann, Ann got one who Lisa Ann Lisa she I she probably got don't the, know she probably got that with damn website <laughs> she,
1: yeah she has her own website yeah she I probably look that. at OnlyFans as a
0: peasant. <laughs> like, look at this peasant only fans.
1: But I feel like if you're a porn star on Instagram, you're already doing the shit you could post on OnlyFans, probably. You know, yeah. it's gonna be mostly it's- sexual shit. So why not yeah. get on OnlyFans and getting paid for it?
0: Yeah, but- yeah. Yeah. From that point on, like I I mean, if I was dating somebody like that, I wouldn't be like up in arms about it. Yeah. Because they could literally search Safari and and find his D pick. So um <laughs> Yeah, I mean for them it's cool, but for me, us regular people, it's kinda like, nah, I don't want I want my creepy uncle <laughs> paying that price.
1: So Jasmine, would you put up with a Safari situation with a guy starting on OnlyFans? No. Not at all. No. What if you mean like a lot of money from it? it
2: what about Chris Brown? Expensive
1: vacations.
2: Um, no. I just don't know. There are other ways, especially if this was not a part of your. Go sell crack,
1: nigga. (laughs) (laughs) You want somebody to risk prison imprisonment before only fans.
2: If you didn't, if this was not a part of your profession at all in any type of way before our relationship, then I don't need you making it. Fair
1: enough. Yeah. Fair enough, but you do uh, uh, support women that are doing it.
2: Yeah, get your coins. <laughs> <Okay. Let's see. laughs> mm-hmm. All
1: right, all right, all right. Uh, so what else? Um, Insecure.
2: If this was sorry, I no, go ahead. I, every no, it. Every time I click on the,
1: I was playing audio. Yeah. Um. So, are y'all watching Insecure? That's been uh, renewed for another season.
0: I haven't, I haven't, um, I think I watched the second season. That was it. I really, I kind of fell off of it.
2: I am. I am actually watching and I, I want y'all to watch because I know Ryan's going to shit on it. And I (laughs) want to do the commentary because I have mixed feelings. I love Issa. I want to support her. I'm just here rooting for everybody black, like she says, but, these episodes are, sh- are, they're way too short. There's no reason they are 24 minutes long. Like it's ridiculous. You, um, I think they do a good job in that 24 minutes of covering the amount that they do, but there's still so many holes and still so many questions that I can't imagine they're going to get to in what is it like eight to 10 episodes with 24 minute episodes. There's no way. Um, we still want to know about Nathan, the guy from Houston. Like they hardly even addressed him and he just disappeared at the end of last season. So that's very, I think that's my beef with the show right now. And until I get an answer about Nathan that I'm, I'm really like, I'm, I'm kind of annoyed with it. Um, other than that, um, it's pretty good. It's still good. It's still, it's still insecure. I don't think anything's changed about it. Um, I think it's still what we what we were used to and what she had been the same product that she's been putting out. I think um, just the commentary from like my friends is like where the where the fuck is Nathan? How are you just gonna disregard him? We all liked him and then he just disappeared. So I don't know. Okay,
1: I'm not gonna lie and say I'm gonna check it out. I won't, (laughs) but. I've heard mixed things about Insecure, and I think always when when things go longer and longer, people kind of cool off on it. Yeah, I, I remember when this song, when when the show first hit and got big, everybody was talking about it all the time, and now people still talk about it, but it seems more mixed the reaction now. So yeah. that just happens when you've been off for a little bit, you know. So yeah, um, for
0: sure, y'all watching the Michael Jordan doc? Oh
1: yeah,
0: yeah.
2: we didn't talk about that. Yeah, did you
1: watch it,
0: Jess?
2: yeah okay
1: okay okay we we didn't think you did what, what do you think about it
2: um i like it so far i'm not up to date um that might be what i do the rest of the day or part of the stuff i'll start watching but um i'm to pretty much episode three i'm behind so it's been good I'm, i've been interested to see like at first i guess i thought it was strictly about michael jordan but now i'm learning it's the whole bull dynasty so mm-hmm. that that was fun. This is I mean, it's it's different. It's um teaching me a lot of stuff that I didn't know. It's nice to put names with faces. Um, I've heard of some of these people like for a very long time, but just didn't have any idea who they were or you know what role they played I would just all you know, hear them being thrown around in guy conversation. So it's cool. I like it. I encourage other women to to watch it and be able to participate in in conversation you ain't got nothing else to do anyway you're at home so um and it's and i think it's nicely done one thing i do one critique i do have about it is i hate the timeline i hate how they are jumping all over the place for this timeline and i don't know if it's because i don't know the story as to why it makes sense how they're doing it but it's just too much for me i think they should have went in uh numeral numeral order they should have went in order
1: i get you <laughs> i i've heard that complaint too um I didn't have an issue with it, but maybe that's because I know the story and know yeah. the timeline, so I could follow along. But I can understand, like, if you weren't around or you didn't really read up on it or know about it when it happened, it mm-hmm. kind of probably is confusing. Because, like, for example, if you went to the bathroom and then came back, and then they got the same uniforms on, so you don't know if this is 98 Yeah, and he got or hair. yeah. yeah. It's yeah.
2: very confusing. You yeah. like,
1: wait, what happened here? Yeah, so I get from that perspective. Yeah, it will be kind of confusing to come back and it's like ten years earlier mm-hmm. suddenly. So
0: yeah, I yeah. like I like the way they're going because it's kind of like um, they started from the beginning. I mean, they well they started at the last dance, which is the last season, and then they go to where it started with Michael Jordan when he got drafted, and then they go back to the last season. Uh, you know, we doing this and this our last run, and then they go back to when they got Pippen or when they got this new coach. And then they go back to the last dance, and then they go when they got Rodman, and they I kind of I kind of like it that way. But if you don't know anything about Michael Jordan and or the Bulls, that probably gonna look real confusing. But yeah. I I kind of like the going back and forth a little bit. It's not like we st- you know because I think if they would have started from point from A and they go all the way to Z. A lot of people would be like, ah, oh, you know, I'll just wait till they get to ninety-one, or L- let's wait till they get to the championships, or whatever. So it's kind of showing you how everything started. It, you know, kind of like the remember the old BT movies where they start at the end and then yes. they freeze it. Yeah. Like you're probably wondering how I get how I got to this point.
2: How I got to this point. And then they go <laughs> back
0: two years before <laughs> to lead up to that point. So it kind of remind me of that a little bit. All right, let's All right. wrap this up.
1: Yes, sir. For the lovely Jasmine and for the man himself, Figgy Fig. You can find us on social media, of course, at the Figgy Fig, at Chey Base, and at Houston Rocket and et cetera, et cetera. I am Ryan Rocket and this is the Gems Induced Podcast, y'all. Peace.